Okay, what's going on, guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Energized. Ross, introduce the guest, man. Things are off again. A lot of fun you're here. We have the Joker, Jack Hermanson, UFC middleweight. Jack, how are you doing? I'm great, my man. Uh, all good here. How are you guys doing? Really, really good. Really, really good. What about you, Barry? I'm doing good. Obviously, my mustache isn't as good as yours, but uh, who knows? <laughs> we'll get there someday. Isn't that right, Jack? Yeah, you're getting there. there. I need a couple more years, you know. I, I thought that I would get a little bit more hair growth now when I'm over 30, but uh, it ain't coming, man. <laughs> it must be the weather maybe in Norway. Over, maybe over 40, when I run 40. <laughs> it must be the weather in Norway, Jack. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> uh, so, Jack, uh, if we were speaking to this time last week, it would be a totally different conversation altogether. Oh, yeah. You were going to have one of the biggest fights of your career. I think you would have been... Um, third headline in four fights, but you're still headline against Darren Till. But uh, when did you find out Till was out of the fight? Uh, I think it was Friday uh, that I, I got the, the call. But uh, yeah, Darren has uh, injured himself and uh, he's off. So uh, I was devastated. I was really looking forward to that fight so much. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've been visualizing uh, every single day and suddenly. It's not gonna happen. Uh, so yeah, that, that was a, a, a tough thing to hear, but uh, yeah, at least I have a fight book, so uh, I'm happy with that. Exactly. And you're still the main event, the Mac yeah. Still, Brilliant. still the main event. Yeah. You, yeah. you deserve it as well. And now you're fighting Kevin Holland, very, very game. He looked very, very good in his last fight. What are your thoughts on Kevin Holland? Uh, he's a good up-and-comer, and, -comer and uh, he's on a big win streak right now. He has been looking really, really good, and he's an interesting character as well. So I think people enjoy uh, watching his fights because uh, he talks a lot, and he's uh, he's a funny character. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And uh, as a fighter, he looks uh, well-rounded, and uh, uh, yeah, he looks game. Didn't he call out? Um... Israel Adesanya after his last fight. Yeah, a little bit early, maybe, but yeah, uh, yeah it's good, good to start the start the beef, you know, already now. So, <laughs> you know, it, it was very strange beef because Kevin Holland was saying that he was watching Adesanya dance to his opponent's walkout music, and then he didn't dance to his music, and that annoyed him. I've never heard of such a silly thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I wouldn't have been offended by that, but uh, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> and Jack, tell us, how do you see the middleweight division at the moment? You know, Adesanya's talking about moving up to uh, fight uh, Jan. You also have uh, Robert Whitaker, sort of, when he became near, people are saying he's the number one contender. And now, we, you know, we have your, yourself against Kevin Holland here. Um, you know, you're yet to get your crack at that belt as well. Where do you see the middleweight division in terms of, who's next in line and where it goes from here. Yeah, it's a crazy division because I think the top 10 is so good and everybody's fight, fighting each other and there's not nobody besides Adesanya that really like uh, sticks out because everybody's beating everybody. And of course, Whitaker has been uh, sticking out uh, as well. But uh, uh, I feel like everybody in this division can, can be, beat each other because everybody's so good. Uh, but right now, uh, with Whitaker's win over Canonier, uh, he has two uh, two good wins uh, in a row uh, against Till and Canonier. So uh, it, it's all right. He, he could get the next shot. But at the same time, I know that Adesanya isn't super excited about that uh, fight. 
And who is the next guy? He already fought Costa and Romero. So I, I think it, it's my turn, you know. I'm right up there. I'm ranked number four. And, uh, you know, I, I beat Calvin Gastelum in my last fight. Before yeah. that, I have a, lo uh, a loss. But uh, before that, I ha had a great win streak as well. So uh, I think I'm uh, definitely one of the hottest names. Uh, and uh, I should be uh, uh, fighting for the title next year. So I definitely think with your ground game. Sorry, Baz, do you want to point? No, I was going to say, like, like remember we were watching Jack's fight against Calvin mm. Gaston, man. Like, the finish was so quick, we couldn't believe it. We were like, right, this is the real deal. And then your fight against Till was going to be, if you had won that impressively, you were definitely in line for the title shot. So when we heard that when it fell off, as fight fans, that was really disappointing because if I actually had to throw my hat into it, I actually would have thought you'd be the, you'd be, uh, you'd be the favourite just because, like, your ground game as well. Thank but, you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, no, but I saw you're on, I think you're on with Ariel, and like you actually had the blueprint on how you're going to get to the title. So this is obviously a spanner in the works. Yeah, yeah, it, it sucks a little bit in that way. Uh, but at the same time, uh, people know what I've been uh, doing in the past. Uh, yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, all of my wins, all of my first round victories that I have. And, uh, and uh, I think the people... Even though Holland isn't in the rankings, people respect him. You know, he's on a uh, big win streak, and uh, uh, I think that uh, impressive win over him still uh, shows that, uh, that that I'm a great fighter and uh, and uh, really solidify uh, my position there uh, at the top of the division. So yeah, yeah. Uh, even though I, I I don't climb in the rankings, I I, I uh, my uh, Credibility still gets uh, bigger, I think. Yeah, because Ross, we always mention Kevin Holland's fights as well on the card, even though, like, you know what I mean? So, like, he's obviously a name in the, to look out for. Absolutely. Ever since yeah. he was on Contender Series, he sort of burst onto the scene. And he's must-see one way or the other, whether he wins or loses. And this will be his fifth fight this year. So, that boy stays active. Uh, he's also, like, quite a high-level striker, which sort of stays... Now, he doesn't actually have a similar fight style to Till. The way he stands and stuff is a bit different. But uh, you, you, at least you're still going up against a striker. And then, you know, I suppose it will prepare you in time for Adesanya as well, you know, facing these high-level strikers. But one thing I must say, Jack, is I love when the fights go to the ground. I know some fans aren't as keen on it, but I think your ground game is absolutely phenomenal. You're ground and pound. And then, you know, if the, if the submission presents itself, you're there. And sometimes I've been watching you, I think yeah, it was against Brad Scott, and I was like, Jeez, the referee let that keep going, and there was one or two other ones where I was like, <laughs> the ref actually could have, like, you know, given your man an easier out there, but it, the ref it was enjoying this it. pressure. The ref was <laughs> enjoying know? it. He was a fan, he was a fan. He was like, I get to stay here in here longer. <laughs> Front row seats, they're not cheap. <laughs> yeah, I thank you so much. I really appreciate that, and I take great pride in that when I get to the ground. It's really dangerous for my opponent. I'm not just gonna lay on top of them or, or anything like that. You know, I have uh, f um, five first round victories now in the UFC, uh, and it's when I get get people to the ground that they are in danger, and, and you can expect a finish. So yeah, uh, yeah uh, thank you so much for for, for saying that. I, I really appreciate yeah. that. So. It, it was the, it was the Talos Loyalty's fight. That was that was the other one where I was like, oh, the ref, the ref should have uh, maybe given him a break. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but that, that's what makes you so exciting against Adesanya as well. You know what I mean? It's that striker versus scrapper. The only thing I will say about that is I think your striking is probably 
somewhat close to his strike, and then his grappling is to your grappling. His grappling is sort of an unknown quantity in the UFC. Yeah, I, I agree there because, uh, you know, everything, like in the striking, it's such a dynamic game and, and anything can happen there, right? But in the grappling, you know, if you're like a level above your opponent in the grappling, you're going to exploit that when you get them down to the ground because it goes a little bit slower there. And, and uh, you know, as long as it's, it's not too slippery, uh, you, I'm going to be able to take advantage of that. And I, I also believe that that uh, is making me against Adesanya uh, a exciting matchup uh, because I don't believe that he has uh, fought any grappler on, on my level yet. So that, that would be very interesting to see. Jack, how big is you like MMA or even like yeah? How big is MMA in Norway as well? Because uh, like obviously football would be massive where you're from. Uh, like, how did you even get into mixed martial arts? Um, MMA is not huge here, but it's growing, and uh, the UFC is is big. People are watching the UFC. Yeah. Um, but basically, there is a lot. Like, there is a lot of gyms, but but. Uh, I think uh, my my gym, uh, where Frontline Academy, is where there is the biggest concentration of uh, professional fighters in, in the country. So, and we are still not not loads, but uh, uh, yeah, we are a few. Uh, I came into MMA. I, I'm from Sweden, so I lived in Sweden before, and I moved to Norway. And um, I, I was just uh, doing wrestling, and uh, in my in my teens, I, I found MMA on. Uh, on YouTube and uh, yeah, I just fell in love with it. You know, I, I love martial arts since I was a kid. And wh when I found this sport, where they were actually trying to find out who the best fighter is, no matter which style you come from, uh, I just knew that th this is what I w what I've been looking for. You know, I was always wondering who who is gonna win if a boxer fights a wrestler or you know a kung fu guy or or whatever. You know. And suddenly, I have this this uh, sport of my dreams. So I just needed to 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 try out the sport. Uh, and with my wrestling background, I did pretty well. And uh, yeah, uh, what do you know? Now I I'm uh, <laughs> ranked number four in the world. So uh, yeah, it's yeah. been a good 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 travel. Speaking of sort of the Scandinavian mixed martial arts uh, background, now he's not actually from Scandinavia, but he does train over in Sweden. What's your take on Kazmat Chimaev and how do you think he will fare out in his pursuit for a welterweight and middleweight gold? Um, he, he's good. Uh, he's really good, actually. And uh, I think that he's, uh, yeah, he's a good uh, all-round uh, fighter. But I still feel like most of us should that we need to see a little bit more against the high-level guys, right? And now he has a great opportunity to show what he, he got. He's going to fight uh, Leon Edwards. Yeah. And uh, that's going to be a super exciting fight. And I believe that after that fight, uh, we will know a little bit more about Kamsat and where he, his level is at and, uh, and what he can do. So I think it's still a little bit early to, to predict, but I do predict a, a bright future for him. Uh, is he gonna be the the double champ? Uh, I'm not sure. That that's that's very ambitious. But uh, that is very uh, ambitious like, to be fair. Like. <laughs> but but <laughs> I, I, I like his uh, uh, you know his 
passion, you know, and uh, he's always uh, available to fight and uh, he will fight anyone, anywhere. And, uh, uh, and that's super cool. It's, it's refreshing. And uh, yeah, I understand why, why the fans uh, uh, love the guy. Yeah, I think it's like MMA fans. You just, when someone gets a bit of, gets a bit hot, and then like uh, everyone sort of pushes them on forward, the way like Sean O'Malley was, and then now it's like Kazmat. Like it, it's just entertaining as fans, you know. And it brings like a broader audience in. So like the flavor of the month is definitely like Kazmat. But uh, now him against Leon Edwards would be pretty good. What, what do you sort of expect from that fight? Because like I'm, I'm like myself and Ross are like absolutely buzzing for that fight. Like it's gonna be. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I think that uh, Liam can really um, he, he can really shock the fans with how good his wrestling is and how good his ground game is. And I believe that Kamsat can shock the fans with how good his stand-up is. So I think people are, 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 uh, are really up for, for treating that one. And I, I really believe that, uh, you know, right now, I think people see it like, all right, it's Kansas wrestling against Leon Edwards striking. But I really believe that those two guys match up well in, in, in all the areas, especially like uh, Leon had, has really good wrestling in Jiu-Jitsu uh, and Kansas has really good, uh, good striking. So I, I think it's going to be a, a, a really, uh, really good fight. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to do any predictions, but uh, I think uh, it's going to be a treat. Yeah, you'll be watching. You'll be watching live. Uh, come here. Who who is more of an inspiration to you? Is it Zlatan Ibrahimovic or Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? Who was the second one? Ole Gunnar. <laughs> Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, the manager of Manchester United. Oh man, I, I didn't know who, who that was even. So I, I gotta <laughs> say, I gotta say, Zlatan, of course. So, you know, my my fellow Swede. Uh, and I don't know much about uh, football, but uh, okay, okay. Uh, I, I, I do, do know that Slatan uh, is uh, great and he has uh, uh, a cool uh, personality to go with that. And I also know that he has a martial arts background in yeah. Taekwondo. So Slatan uh, is the man for sure. And I, he also comes from a, a very poor part of, of Sweden. And uh, he, he shows that uh, you know it doesn't matter what background you have. So you can always uh, succeed and, and follow your dreams. So, uh, yeah, uh, Slatan. Yeah, and you're still going strong. Ross, yeah, exactly. Ross, yeah. do, you to, do you want to bring it back to the middleweight division before we wrap things up? Yeah, of course. So, um, Jack, you know, obviously, 5th of December, yourself uh, versus Kevin Holland. What's the game plan here? Is it take it down to the ground or do you want to sort of test the waters with the striking against someone who is dangerous like Kevin Holland and, you know, see how you get on there? Uh, I, I'm always preparing for a mixed fight, you know, and uh, it just happens uh, to be that I, I finish guys on, on the ground uh, because I, I believe that's, that's where I have a, a bigger advantage amongst uh, over the most of the guys. But uh, I really train the, the striking probably more than I train the grappling. And uh, I'm a game striker as well. And... Uh, yeah, the, the, the fight starts on, on, on the feet. So if I connect well, uh, I'm going to make sure to, to uh, follow up and uh, end and the fight uh, in the stand-up as well. So uh, we'll see. If I need to take him down, down uh, I'll do that, do that as well. But I'm looking forward to, uh, to a mixed uh, battle. Yeah. And will you have a few words for Israel Adesanya after the uh, victory in the Octagon? 
my words to Israel Altania. Yeah, well, you have a few words for him afterwards. We call him out. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, I'm uh, I'm ready for challenge. Challenge. Uh, you know, he he needs to uh, to step up against the uh, the best grappler in the division, the best ground and pound in the division. Uh, I, I believe that that's the biggest challenge he he has actually is probably me. Uh, so uh, yeah. Uh, I think he wants it, and I think the fans uh, wants it as well. So uh, next year, sometime next year, I'm going to be fighting for the title. Yeah, yeah. are you going to work on your dance moves and preparation for that fight? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it's something I'm not going to do is, is to have a dance off with uh, Adesanya because I will lose that one. <laughs> but no, Yo Romero won. He's own one and dance off. <laughs> oh, that's true. Actually, that is actually true. Uh, yeah, backflip. Yeah, Jack. I think next year is going to be huge for you because, like, 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 obviously we don't want to count the chickens for the hash, but I think like this this matchup is it, it, like this is a good one for you. I think next year there is some serious fights lined up. Be a tail, be a Whitaker, be an Anasanya. That like, yeah. it's going to be uh, it's going to be very very interesting. Did you just get married this year as well? No, no, uh, not married yet. Uh, I have a girl since uh, eight years back, but. Uh, I haven't, uh, I haven't showed her the, the ring yet. So, uh, oh, 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 that's fine. That's fine. Myself and Russell will be able to make the wedding then. So I was just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ross, anything else to say before we wrap it up? We don't uh, hold Jack up too much, you know? Yeah, Jack, don't tell your missus to uh, watch this video because uh, you'll get all the questions for a start. Uh, but Jack, absolute pleasure. Uh, must say, absolute massive fan right here. Uh, especially... When you actually went there, would be Jack Ray. I was like, right, this fella is elite. And ever since we've been cheering you on, um, you know, even though we actually both like Kevin Holland, you probably heard us say that we talk about him all the time. But now, uh, we I always try to stick with European fighters, and uh, Jack will be cheering you on. Uh, two Joker fans right here. Yeah, oh, thank you so much, guys. I, I really appreciate it. So, uh, thank you for having me on the show. Brilliant, Jack. No worries. Speech later. All the best. All right, so that was Jack Manson. If you are new to the show, make sure to like and subscribe because we're here every week. And uh, Ross, also before the show, which, uh, which is actually disappointing that we, had, we didn't hit record, Jack actually did compliment the, the mustache. Uh, myself and Ross are actually doing November this month, so I'll put the link down in the bio. Uh, I need to like, get rid of the shit in my face. But uh, Ross, that was a good crack having Jack on, wasn't it? Man, he, he was buzzing off the show. He really was. He, he loved it. And I must say, like, uh, I, I know I said it on the show with him on it, but uh, like... When he beat Jack Ray Seals, I was like, that guy's a contender. He's not just another name in this division. And yeah. he's really proven to be so with that. And he is a dangerous opponent for Adesanya to have to fight. I say him and Whitaker would be just so, like, just so interesting, you know? Yeah, well, uh, he said it himself. Um, I'm not too sure on what show, but I remember watching it. I think it was actually on Mission Radio. Um, about the two Australian fellas. They're good anyway. Yeah, and he was he was on that show, and uh, he was saying that he actually thinks Whitaker is the hardest matchup in the division from. Yeah. yeah. So like, when someone says that, I mean, it shows he has a great deal of respect for that person, and I think everyone in the division respects Whitaker. I think some people like think Adesanya is a bit of a joker, and like, I'm sure they respect his skill, but like, they might not like him as a person. Yeah. Robert Whitaker is probably the most likable person in the middleweight division, if not maybe the UFC. Definitely, yeah. Remember, we bought, man, we still talk about it to this day. Actually, it was been, yeah. it's been like three years since we were at UFC 217 as well. Yeah, he's like uh, the middleweight Max Holloway. Yeah. So he won GQ 
best man in the world or something, didn't he? Yeah, he's one of the best man in Australia. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was on the cover of GQ magazine anyway. So, so, so you're saying Whitaker is like who? It's like the middleweight version of Max Holloway. Yeah, like everyone loves Max Holloway. And then Jack Manson's a bit like he's a bit like Wonder Boy. He's just so like um, nice. <laughs> yeah, he is very nice. But uh, yeah, like obviously, like after Jack Foy takes on uh, Kevin Holland, the Till or Whitaker, he's going to have to be one of them to get the title shot as well. And like, who knows? What do, one thing I think I want to bring up Jack, but I didn't get a chance to. But was what do you think of these guys who are like fighting like five times in a year? Because I only looked at their when Bobby Green was fighting, I was like, I think he's fought a lot. And then, like, he fought June, August, September, October. I was like, that's unbelievable. And then, if I pull up Kevin Holland, I have him here somewhere. Um, I think he fought, this is this be his fifth fight this year. He fought in, tell you now, he fought in May, August, September, October. And they will fight in December. I'm just reading off fights. Yeah, maybe they signed some sort of shitty contract and they're trying to like get out of it as quick as possible to move up and pay. I don't... Well, that's a very good point. Yeah. And well, like, uh, if, it's, and it's if so you're fresh, enough. you're fresh. And you're only, you're only relevant when you're there, you know? Exactly. If you're, the if you're trying to make a name for yourself, I mean, being on TV every week helps. Yeah, well, that's the problem that Leon Edwards is having. That's why it was, it was good to actually bring it up about uh, Kazma and uh, not smile too much because like, <laughs> everyone who tunes in knows how much we're like, Dying to see him fight, and obviously we've had Leon. On yeah, we're, we're, we're driving the Kazmat hype train. I'm driving a bus with the conductor, checking for yeah. tickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like this is what it's all about. Like following MMA is like when there is some sort of hype, like hype it up, and then just get people excited. It's same, like it's the same for everything. Like hyping up cards, and then when you watch the cards, and what happens mm. is, uh, is all part of the fun, really, isn't it? Yeah, but one thing that has affected middleweight division was this weekend. Uh, I, I feel weird calling it not UFC Brazil. I felt like it was UFC Brazil, but obviously it was in Vegas. Um, obviously, Adesanya is trying to fight Jan Blackovich, but we have a new number one contender at 205 pounds. Lover Teixeira, I really thought he was going to get knocked out yeah. twice, I think, uh, in the fight. But his, it was almost, I'm not going to compare Glover to Khabib, but it was like when Khabib got Gaethje down, it was like game over for Gaethje. And when Glover got uh, Santos down it was game over for Santos and he just proved that like at 41 there's still uh, some dog in, or some dog left in the or fight left in the dog should I say yeah like Thiago Santos was out for 500 <laughs> days what, what did he do like towards MCL ACL like everything in both knees I think. in both knees like he has to learn how to walk again like, I bet on Thiago Santos to win just because of just how much of an animal he is. And then, like, comparing them physically, which you should never really do. But um, Glover Teixeira gets the win. Like, he's over 40. Like, you, you know yourself, Dana doesn't like contenders being over the age of 40, unless you're, about, like, well, unless you're like Joel Romero, possibly. But yeah. um, where does Glover Teixeira go with this? Because now he's sort of stuck at the door without the key because, like, Adesanya versus Jan is definitely going to happen. Like the the champ champ thing with Adesanya would blow him up even more. Against Polish power. Yeah. Uh, if I, you know, if I was Glover Teixeira and Dana White guaranteed him a title shot, I'd sit out for it. Because at 41, you know, the risk of taking another fight, he might not get it. The only, th- the only thing with Glover could be if he actually wins the belt, he might retire that night. Did you hear, <laughs> St- did you hear Steve-O in the press conference after asking questions? 
He no. loves MMA. During lockdown, I tried to get him on the show. Like, uh, we, uh, we couldn't get like, any response back. But like, I tried. But he was telling Glover that he should sit it out and wait for a title shot. And it just seems so funny because Steve-O says, like, he's, you can tell he's, yeah, sort of he's new. Yeah, but you can tell he's sort of new to mixed martial arts. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's on his podcast, well, his steps and stuff. Maybe Glover could be the alternate for that. He could be the guy who makes weight. Although, like, if Jan Blackwich, if Jan Blackwich, like, pulls out or something last minute or, like, has a positive go test and it's like Glover versus Adesanya, I don't think I'm, like, unreal, lads. Yeah, no, Dana will come up with something different to that. Or maybe you have two alternatives. Maybe you have someone a bit sexier than Jan Blackwich and then... Maybe maybe it depends on when Adesanya versus Jan happens. When when do do you foresee that happen? Like February. Well, the earliest it can happen is February, because it's not going to be on the Gregor card. Yeah. Well, then maybe that's just that. Maybe that's long enough. I, I don't. I don't know. Well, that's it's, it's, it's not like Glover. It's not like Glover Chair was turning out turning out fights five fights a year. I mean, he only fights yeah. twice a year anyway. So I'm sure if they were like right April, you can have a title shot. Fine. Yeah, but it, just even the way when we put the poll up, like usually you can tell how interested people are by the fights, by how many people vote, and not many people voted for Glover to win. So it, when you look at that, then it it doesn't really make it make for a great, like very interesting. Yeah, but also, fight. also as you say, the eye test when you put the two people up in the picture, you go, who's going to win? It's like your your man who's like has like two grandkids, or <laughs> like who looks like he he's never this? left the gym. What's that stone? What's that? What's that tattoo? He has a picture of like a big hammer. Yeah, Taurus hammer. Taurus hammer. Yeah, but uh, look, serious win by Glover. Very impressive. Yeah. Well, the storm and everything. Yeah, always a fan. And, and then a uh, shout out to shout out to the uh, the pit bull Andre Arlovski. They say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but like obviously in head kicks and spinning back fists and everything from. He he's a man who like. Is not going away and seems to actually be getting better, which is crazy. Think because, like, he was a UFC heavyweight champion in 2005, you know, like 15 years later, and he's still doing the damn thing. Yeah, and that, that fight almost seemed he was lined up to lose because, like, you were saying yourself, Tanner Bowser with the mullet is uh, someone to watch out for in the heavyweight division. Yeah, he, de- he definitely is, and I still, I still think he, he is. I thought it was like a close fight, and I thought Bowser was like good with the leg kicks, but. I suppose he almost stepped up a level in terms of like fighting such a veteran and such like the ring generalship from Arlovsky or something else. I'd actually like to see Arlovsky fight Greg Hardy next. Greg Hardy's getting talked about a lot now as well. Yeah, well, he's after uh, he, he won against uh, the Crochet Balls uh, in his last fight. And I think just like, why not? I think schedule wise, they match up well. Yeah, I'd be up for that as well. Is there anyone else you want to give a shout out to as well? Just well, your mate Cloudy Cadelia lost. Yeah. You're probably devastated over that, were you? Um, I know you're on Jan, Gia Nan. She she beat like Angela Hill, she beat Karolina Kolkapevich. Like she was she's a she was flying high and then Claudia wasn't really at all. I think like Claudia mm. sort of like peaked and she's on her way down, sort of. Although man think that like if you told me two years ago. For the strawweight title, it's going to be two Chinese people fighting each other for the belt. I would have been like, 
there's not even two Chinese people in Strawway. There you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now we have it. Uh, also, shout out to Alexander Romanov, uh, the heavyweight, uh, just because I don't know if you saw this or not, but he started body slamming his coaches yeah. after he won. I, I just thought that was funny. It was like, that's sort of a, that could be his version of the shoey. Yeah, no, I thought that was pretty good. But Ross, like, there is a UFC card on this week again. When was the last time we had a week off the UFC? Not that I want one, but like, just like, it's... Yeah, it, 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 it's actually a, a funny one, because, uh, you know, that, that fight can't, like, I was sitting there on Thursday going, which, which fight is actually happening this weekend? I was like, oh yeah, Glover versus Santos. Oh, I didn't actually, I, I couldn't remember. And then... This week, I was like, who's fighting this weekend? I was like, oh yeah, Makachev versus Ordea. Although I feel like that was like very much so last minute um, main event put together. They were like, right, that's going to be the main event that card. Yeah. But now, obviously, um, Islam Makachev has pulled out of this card. We didn't really get to tell why. Uh, I suppose it's the undisclosed injury, but very late in the day to find a replacement. And if they don't find a replacement, who will headline this card battle? I don't know, you're a fan of Abdul Razak Al-Hassan. Um, well, Reese McKee should obviously headline the card. What are you talking about? Like? Yeah, true. Why not? But I, I, I'm actually sort of looking at it and I was like, there's not actually two people who are headliners, if that makes sense. Yeah. And they're not really going to mix and match, are they? They're not going to... Would they? Like, without trying to be rude or discredit fighters, it's closer with Dana Dan White contender series fight card than it is yeah, anything wasn't, else wasn't Sean so, Strickland Sean Strickland's on the card against Brendan Allen isn't it? Sean Strickland not fighting there a couple of weeks ago he oh, yeah he one. fought Jack Marshman Marshman there is so, uh, Eric Anders fighting on the card he's not bad well he's entertaining anyway do you think uh, they're, who do you think they give a shout to Bobby Green well maybe actually uh, ODA versus Bobby Green that could, that could work yeah, Bobby Green's fighting every month so like you might want to get this month in but uh, it's hard to really sort of pinpoint someone and be like that's who he's going to fight yeah it's but, very very last minute like, and the ODA on a full mm-hmm. training camp like who was setting up to fight Islam Makachev like you can tell he was he was definitely sparring hard you know like he's he's definitely peaking this week yeah, the, the, the only thing I would say is that um, on Dana White's contender series, I'm pretty sure um, Daniel Rodriguez, who fights a welterweight, he uh, beat Tim Mean so far, and then he beat uh, Dwight Grant there, and his opponent pulled out as well. So unless ODA moves back up to welterweight and fights a welterweight, that could, that could be an option if ODA wants to stay on the card. And I think UFC needs him to stay on the card to yeah. actually get people to watch. Yeah, is there anyone else in the card we should look out for us? Because as you said, there's not there's not too many names in it. But like, massive shout out to Reese McKee for this week. Yeah, uh, I really hope yeah, he he turns around for himself and he yeah. he he, sh- he puts up, you know all I care is he puts on the performance that he deserves to put on and that he's proud of. You know what I mean? Uh, definitely, he, man. He's an, absolute, he's an absolute warrior. So like, he definitely drew drew a short uh, end of the stick. Like, I don't think many people would actually. Put it this way, no one would fight Kazman on four or five days, not as now, no one who Kazman is. You know what I mean? So yeah. and like not even be in the organization. No. It's like you can see you can see the phone call now. It's like, hello, it's like, yeah, we have five figures. Someone with the UFC it's like who's against Kazman? They go, Oh, sorry, the signal's a bit bad here. Hang up, hang up. <laughs> so uh yeah, I think 
at the end of the day, look, I don't actually already care about this event bar watching Reese McKee fight. So I know. Shout out to Reese. Is that right to say? Is that right to say or wrong to say? Well, it's probably wrong to say. And like at the end of the day, sometimes those cards end up being brilliant cards to watch the actual standard of fights themselves. But there's no one here drawing me to be like they're the next person. Although I do like Abdul uh, Razak Alassane, and he's fighting a fella called Chaos. So like I'm excited to see what Chaos looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Take one guess. You must be like Colby Covington. <laughs> that's that's pretty that's pretty solid. Uh, also, for some reason, Johnny always talks about Louis Smoker. He's like uh, one of the uh, the curtain jerkers. He is, yeah. Well, he had no Dublin, so that's always a a decent way of uh, thing. And he's actually fighting your man Quinos. He lost Sean O'Malley, didn't he? That's that's who Sean O'Malley knocked out. Is he? Yeah? I think. In his, oh, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. In his proper UFC debut. Yeah, you can't miss that mustache. But uh, yeah, obviously that car is not amazing, but it can't be amazing every week. Um, Give us some Bellator news there, Basmo. Yeah, like Bellator was on over the week. Uh, it was on last Thursday, and Corey Anderson defeated Melvin Manhoof. Like this was just written, like everyone knew this was going to happen. Manhoof's been fighting since before you, you were even born, probably, or me included as well. But uh, our good mate Austin Vanderford, he's after going ten 0 as well. Ross, he said he would come on the show. Um, but like we're gonna to have to sort organize that. I was just thinking, right? Austin Vanderford, like obviously he's married to Paige Van Santa, and I was like, imagine he was younger, right? And he was told that like he was gonna become a professional fighter, and that his wife would be a, a bare knuckle fighter. Isn't, doesn't that just sound so weird? Say if you're like professional, it's like bare knuckle fighter. Is it? It's. He probably think he lived in a trailer park, to be honest. Yeah, like in Hickville. Yeah, but uh, no, shout out to Austin. Do you think Corey Anderson did enough to get a light heavyweight title shot against Nemkov? No. No? I think he needs to win one more big fight. Yeah, yeah. although Ryan Bader fight. would also... Ryan Bader would hold a lot of weight in Bellator, and I wonder would, would he want a, a rematch as well? Because if he does, he'd probably get it. Um, yeah, oh, one, one last thing I want to ask you. Did you see Kevin Lee's new tattoo? No, I heard someone talking about it and I didn't actually see it in the end. So he's basically got like this part of his hair oh, no, no. the like crown. Okay, yeah, go again. Yeah. It, this again. part of his hair here is like his hair. Yeah. And then from here all along is all tattooed. And like it looks like a sort of Star Wars thing. Get your phone out there and uh, look at it on Instagram if you have it. Yeah, it's like, I'll, I'll do it after not while we're live, you know. It's it's bizarre. Man, sometimes it's okay to look live at your phone because at the end of the day, uh, the, the big dogs do it. You know, Brendan Chad is always on his phone there as he uh, as he's talking away. And he does a show by himself, which is very impressive to multitask like that, you know. Us lads are at the best at that. Have you got any um, comments oh, on your Jesus mustache? Christ. But there you go, see? What? I'm going to have to show this on the camera. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? You can't really describe that. That's perfect, you, yeah. For people on YouTube, make sure to check that out. And on Spotify. And make sure to like and subscribe and early on 1,000 subscribers. But, um, Jesus, I wasn't expecting that. Like, but, um, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't like, I wasn't like, you just got like some random tattoo. Like, his whole head is like tattoo. That's criminal. I feel like his head's not in the game if he's doing that. I feel like he's like trying to become a sled. Maybe, yeah. He, he lost his, his sort of big fights and... 
I mean, do you know what? Like if the passing of his coach and stuff. I'm like, I say like that guidance that he's looking for. You can't really find it, maybe who knows? But uh, like, I feel like only he will know. And <clears throat> everyone's always learning. Like even there, even there yesterday, I was just like, what the f-? like in life i'm like hoping things happen and other things don't and you've nothing's in your control literally you know no you wake up tomorrow and one of your relatives is covid like it just even something like that but oh, also um some breaking news um amanda nunez is out of her title fight at ufc 256 so she's not fighting megan anderson I so i think no she, she pulled out um so i think that that might mean peter yan is headlined against aljamain sterling we're actually like mates with Peter Yan's boxing coach. I'm gonna get him on for that. <laughs> yeah, him and, and Peter, that'd be cool. Because I don't think yeah. Peter speaks English. But, uh, yeah, we got them together. Ross, uh, this Thursday, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, this Thursday, Delator is back. Pedro Carvalho is taking on Patricio Pitbull for the in the Featherweight Grand Prix quarterfinal for the title. Ross, we've had Pedro on during lockdown. I think he was like our fifth or sixth guest over like 40 guests in a row. Uh, the Portuguese Irishman, remember his dog was going 90 in the background for ages. And I was like, Ross, will you tell that dog to get out? And he, and he was, Pedro was like, it's my dog. I was like, will you tell your dog to get out? One thing I will say is that he also, he's also a big fan of the crazy socks. So like, I like my socks. I actually have a like, pump pair here though. Actually, I'm wearing them, but like, look at that. Well, toy dye? Uh, I think so. I think they're just like. Oh, were they just sitting there? Did you just pull that off your foot? No, no, no. Like, I, was, I, I, I took them off mid interview because my feet got warm and like, I have tiles underneath and like, they're cold. So I was like, that's grand. No, I mean, TMI for people. But, no, like, I, pulled it, I pulled it off my cock. <laughs> but, Ross, what are you expecting from that? Like, um, this is something Pedro's been working towards his whole life. He moves around from Portugal. Like imagine oh. to go back to Portugal with a belt. Like did he'd be like, Look, I did it. Uh, I have to say it, like he looked very, very good in his last fight and you know, SBG Ireland, like their fighters under 155 or 170 and below are like quite stacked. So therefore he's training with very, very elite guys. So I would be surprised to see him go in there and get the job done. We'll the definitely be back him. And huh? The height difference is massive. Five foot five versus five foot nine. Yeah, true. Was that he? He had that um that reach on him. So I think I think he can get it done. I'm, I'm gonna definitely be watching and I'll definitely be uh, supporting. But look, the funny thing is, is in those Bellator tournaments, being champion is almost a disadvantage because like everyone has their eye in it, and like everyone brings their absolute A game. As opposed to when you're the challenger, I mean, I'm sure as champion you're probably looking down the line of who you're. Your lineage is like how many top challengers you have to be. You know, no one's looked at Pedro Garbadio throughout this tournament, so I think that's an advantage for him. Yeah, Pitbull's also the champ, champ as well. This is this is be huge for Pedro. To, hmm. For his for him, I hope he wins it, and like yeah. I just love to see what will happen maybe around Dublin. Do you think anything will happen around Dublin? Because like Bellator is pretty big, pretty big here, and yeah, like obviously. <gasps> I just don't know if enough Irish people see him as Irish yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the only thing I would say. But like, Fibs for his own, Pedro Carvalho. Yeah. Well, I'm buzzing for that. But Ross, another fight in the card, right? Yaroslav Amosov has taken on Logan Storley. 
24-0 against 11-0. Someone's O has to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And another American wrestler versus like a Russian wrestler. So I'll be very, very interested to see how that goes down. I think Yaroslav is, is who I'd pick to win that fight. But at the end of the day, you, you, you never know. And uh, sometimes I, I do feel like Bellator has more upsets and bizarre finishes, I think, than UFC does. So it'd be interesting to it'd be interesting to see, but those guys, neither of them are far off uh, challenging Lima for the belt. Also, Aaron Pico's on the undercard as well. And, uh, Man, he's always fighting, isn't he? Yeah, and then the, there's uh, Crony Gracie's on the card as well. It's a it's a tough one. That, like, mm. like obviously, obviously, we're back in Pedro in Bellator and Reese in the UFC. But what card is the better card? Is the question. Oh, I, I, I definitely think Bellator is the better card because yeah. you also yeah. have Daniel Voichel versus uh, Manuel Sanchez, and that's also in the featherweight Grand Prix as well. So when you look at when you look at that compared to UFC card that still doesn't have a main event. Is it, me, the belt, um, is it the total fight those steals of shield? I, I actually just think it's the caliber of fighters this time around, to be honest. Okay. Like, okay. If I was if I was brutally honest about it, that's what sort of get me to watch it. Okay. Um then like if there's any, if you've nothing else to say about Battle Twerk, the the Queen of Ireland, Katie Taylor, is back this Saturday, 14 November. Uh, she's taking on Miriam Gutierrez, who's 13 and 0. So she's undefeated. Katie Taylor, 16 and 0. Ross, like, how much does like do people love checking out Katie Taylor fighting, like, and actually watching her fight? Because uh, like, like one of the big the hearts hearts of an absolute lion. S lion S. Look, she's the pride of Ireland. She really is. Like everyone absolutely loves watching the Katie Taylor fight, and. Um, and you know they're back in a big arena for her as well. They're back in, in Wembley, I think, isn't it? The Wembley Arena. No, I should do sure. Or was it your call? Uh, like I'm pretty sure they they put it somewhere. They put it this way. It's not in Eddie Hall's back garden. Eddie Hall. <laughs> or Eddie, sorry, not Eddie Hall. Uh, <laughs> Eddie Hall is a strong man, isn't he? Yeah, he has yeah. a big back garden as well, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, he is loaded. His gas is massive. He's massive yeah. on YouTube. I didn't realize how big he was on YouTube until like I watched him one day. I think it's, tour of his gaff. Yeah, I think it's because he does like ma- like bodybuilder eats this amount of food and everyone's like, fucking hell, how can he eat that whole dog? And he also like tries to like challenge other world records. I saw him there, he was like trying to like do a shot one. I was like, I was like, I reckon they'd be quite good. And then like he was absolutely shit. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, do you think, do you think know, he he still meant to fight Thor? So like the winner of Thor and Eddie Hall could fight the winner of Tyson Roy Jones Jr. Maybe we should get him on Eddie Hall. I th- I'm pretty sure I reached out to him as well. I think there was no one unreached out to. But uh, Ross K. Taylor, that's uh, like that's the one person I'm looking forward to seeing this weekend. Like, yeah, exactly. And um, Miriam Gutierrez, she, she's 13 now. Uh, just don't know much about her, but I'll be interested to see how she gets on. Yeah. Um, oh, she, uh, hold on. Gutierrez has never fought outside Spain, so that's. That'll be a new uh, interesting bout for her. I expect just looking at her record and people she's fought, she looks like she hasn't touched anyone on Katie Taylor's level. So I expect Katie to go in there and run rough shop on her, on her to be honest. Yeah, there's also a few things that are going on this week. On Thursday, England playing Ireland in the football. Uh, Friday, Ireland playing Wales in the rugby. 
And then obviously Saturday, Katie Taylor's fighting, Reese McKee's fighting, and Pedro's fighting on the Thursday. And then Wales are playing. Be plenty Ireland. of channel swapping there. Yeah, then Wales are playing Ireland as well in the football on Sunday. So like, I mean, Premier League's on a break. The rugby's back on this week. The lads will be going on a mad one in their own gaff. Yeah, everyone be going on a bleeding mad one. I, I'm buzzing for this weekend, man. Like th- things yeah. are really heating up. Christmas coming up soon. Um, also, we're yeah. doing. Yeah, I just want to re-mention the November stuff as well. Um, I've actually been so busy. I've been able to like make myself look as uh, fresh as. Yeah, you, you know what? If, if I'm being brutally honest, and I think you always can, especially when you get 15 minutes of a show, because I always feel like someone's listening to 15 minutes. I don't know if you feel the same, but I actually felt terrible asking people for money. Yeah. For, for the, the just with the current situation. From also, did you see there was a fellow from John Condra who went for a run and he fell over and hit his head and then he died, and he's oh. like the number one donated page. Of November in the world was that after he died? No, well, like he died in the middle of November, didn't like he only died like two or three days ago. Yeah, but what did, did he was he already the most? Did I already, already? Oh, no, 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 after he died, everyone donated. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, all right, okay, I, yeah, okay, that confirms it. But here, Ross, there's no, I didn't hear that. That's three, really, that's this point in here, obviously. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I was like. So I didn't know what happened to him. I, I, I was uh, for a solid two days. I was like, "Who is this guy?" And why is he like all over my time? Newsfeed. I thought like he was. I was like, at first I thought he was doing some outrageous challenge, and like everyone was like following him. Yeah. And then I was like, "Oh, he actually died." I was like, "Just that's terribly sad." Yeah, but Ross, like we did actually make a team. Uh, you set the target for five hundred euro, but now we're on two hundred sixty-four euro. So like we're over halfway through, and like the, the, it only really gets good in the second half of the month, doesn't it? Yeah, when, you're, when your moustache looks like mine. Yeah. But uh, here, I, just, I need to give a shout out to a couple of lads because I tried to tag them on Instagram, but like, I, I couldn't find it. It's not that easy when you type in a name. It doesn't automatically pop up. But like, fair, shout out to Alex Watt. He, he's after raising 150 euro. And shout out to Gary Lynch. He's on 49 euro. Um, Kev Crow is on 20 euro. Uh, Shane Hart here says zero, but like, I don't know if you put money in because like, myself and Ross has said zero for us as well, but don't you wait to link. We've, like, I put in 20. Yeah, if you donate to the team, it's different. Yeah, I put in 20, you put in 25. I'm sure we'll do more at the end and like, I'll be, we'll be annoying our own relatives. We'll get Chris to, to give in all that gym money as well. Yeah. But, like, like, Ross, like, before we wrap things up, how's life going now at the moment? Like, obviously, you're after moving now. Um, yeah, I've got a new crib, like, there's, yeah. kitchen. there's my drinks, I've got two drinks in that bottle, but I'm waiting for Brian to keep my house warm and present, so... Uh, two bottles of water in that, yo, is it? No, it'll give me the other UFC, love. And then I'll have two. <laughs> yeah, but, like, yeah, just, yeah, before we wrap things up, like, everything is now, like, obviously, in November, like, uh, we're doing it to raise money because, like, you know I mean? Like, as much as, like, we care about our own lives and mental health, we care about mm. other people's stuff as well, and that's why we do this show, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, like I just like to think that we're providing a bit of entertainment for people, and uh, we got a great reaction to the Kieran Clark uh, show last week. So yeah. hopefully, get going this week, and you know, just when we get good reactions like that, it makes it worthwhile doing the show. You know what I mean, it makes me enjoy doing the show a lot more, yeah. and to know that you're providing that a uh, bit of entertainment. Because like sometimes I think like like sometimes you look at the views sometimes, and sometimes somebody like, oh, that's not a lot of views, or you might say that is a lot of views, but just say. Podcast an hour long and three hundred people listen to. It. I mean, that's three hundred hours of like listening. That's only on YouTube. It got loads. Of, it got loads of downloads on Spotify as well. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm just saying in general. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a lot. Just like sometimes with the Instagram, like we have like 
just shy of like 12,000 followers on Instagram and then sometimes think that's loads and then, but then you see someone like 100,000 Instagram followers and you think that's that's not but then you also go hold on if you put 12,000 people in front of you you'd be like that's a lot a lot yeah. so when you, when you you know you have to look at everything in perspective yeah well like we were flying high we were doing like the live show with um, Wonderboy Thompson just before lockdown mm-hmm. and stuff as well so uh, things are sort of warped but yeah like you know, I mean, once we'll be allowed, like uh, you saw Pfizer, that they're about to come out with the um, vaccine. The vaccine. So, like, who knows? To like, as soon as we'll be able to get credentials to go to some event, whether it be Bellator, or Cage Warriors, or UFC. Like, obviously, if it was in Europe, like, yeah, once, I think we'll be there I, giving you the best yeah, live coverage. Yeah, I, I think once we're going to be able to go in and around the, the events more, we'll be like, right, we're back up and running again. You know. You know what I mean, and yeah. then, then maybe you'll be able to curl for the, you'll be able to curl that, that mustache rather than <laughs> rather than curling the oh, biceps. Instead of biceps, <laughs> <laughs> curl, curl the mustache. But uh, yeah, here Ross, that's the show for the week. We'll be back again next weekend discussing all the latest crack. We're going to have another guest as well. We're going to have to we'll sort out another one. Obviously, this the show came out a bit late because Jack could only do the even time, but that's the way we roll. You know what I mean? Energized. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, and as always. Stay energized. Stay energized.